At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. This is My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. What's going on, everybody? Thanks so much for joining us on a Thursday. Stormy Bonantoni with you for the next hour, live from Las Vegas. My Guys in the Desert coming to you from the VEASAN studio at Circus Sportsbook. And we've got a very fun show on tap. Lots of great guests, including Joy Taylor, who's co-host of The Herd with Colin Cowherd, as well as The Joy Taylor Show on Fox Sports Radio. She'll join us to talk a little Thursday night football as well as the NBA. We'll get a nice Saturday college football preview with Tim Murray of VEASAN's the nightcap. And as always on Thursday, Derek Stevens, Mike Palm, as well as my dad, join us to talk Circa Millions Survivor Contest Strategy. A very eclectic group today, but we're going to have some fun. Before we get to our awesome guests, let's jump in with our top five stories of the day, as we always do things that impact us as betters. Number one, every day this week, I feel like we're just getting a new report with regards to Baker Mayfield. And today, according to Ian Rappaport, Mayfield is expected to need off-season surgery on that left non-throwing shoulder. Of course, we learned earlier that he has torn his labrum in that shoulder. Mayfield and the Browns believe that they can make it to the end of the season with proper management, but any setbacks could alter that decision. Without Baker tonight, it's Case Keenum under center facing his former team in the Broncos. Line opened minus six. Now we're seeing it as low as minus one, one and a half at some books. And it's not only Baker for the Browns, okay? 19 other players have not practiced in some capacity this week, including Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, both out. Odell Beckham Jr. dealing with a significant shoulder injury, according to NFL Network's James Palmer, that it'll be an uphill battle for him if he plays. But Jarvis Landry is active. On the other side, Teddy Bridgewater was questionable with a left foot injury and quad, but is expected to play. He's 19-2 against the spread as a road dog. Keep in mind, but the Broncos themselves have had a number of injuries, 11 players dealing with stuff this week. Total in the game down from 44 to around 40, 40 and a half. Could be an ugly game. Number two, some other notable injury updates for you to be aware of with the Colts and the Giants. We'll start with the Colts. Safety Julian Blackman suffered a torn Achilles at practice Thursday, so his Season is done, creating another personnel problem in Indy with just three safeties available now. Colts wide receiver T.Y. Hilton, the quad, said he's 50-50 to play in Week 7 against the 49ers. Colts are plus four at Levi Stadium on Sunday. For the Giants, running back Saquon Barkley, as well as wide receiver Kenny Galladay, remain sidelined for Thursday's practice. And Joe Judge hasn't given a timeline on either of the star players' returns. 
Also, tight end Evan Ingram didn't practice with the calf, and wide receiver Sterling Shepard was limited. Giants three-point dogs at home this week to the Panthers. Number three, fresh off his opening night game suspension, the Ben Simmons saga continues for the 76ers. Apparently, he didn't take part in his scheduled individual workout at the practice facility today, was treated briefly for back tightness, according to Adrian Wojnarowski, and this was followed up by journalists who are close to the situation in Philly. Howard Eskin tweeted, According to sources, there's a belief by the Sixers Ben Simmons is faking injury and mental illness. He came in today and said he had back stiffness and was mentally not ready to play. Mental illness, of course, a very serious issue. Quote, the team is livid. Simmons went down that road. Team plans to find him every game. Again, that's Howard Eskin, Philly Sports Talk Radio and of Fox 29 TV in Philly. So definitely something we'll ask Joy her thoughts about. Uh, number four on the list, the Astros put another just whopping on the Red Sox pitching yesterday, winning 9-1 to take a 3-2 lead in the series. They'll head back to Houston for game six and seven with the World Series berth on the line. Slated to start for the Red Sox on Friday night is Nathan Eovaldi. As of now, he gave up four runs in game four Tuesday. Luis Garcia for Houston. Updated series odds as you see there. Astros big favorites minus 450 as they head home. Meanwhile, number five, a must win for the Dodgers against the Braves in the NLCS tonight. First pitch at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 Eastern. The Braves took a 3-1 series lead last night. The big 9-2 win. L.A. just never seemed to be able to have that same comeback effort they had Tuesday. They'll try to keep the series alive tonight without Justin Turner, who injured his hamstring. Braves relentless right now, it looks like, as they tried to avoid seeing history repeat itself. We all know what happened last year. Took a 3-1 series lead, lost three straight. Dodgers go on to the World Series. Braves put Max Fried on the hill tonight. He pitched well in game one. Six innings, two earned runs, five strikeouts. Dodgers have yet to announce a starter tonight. The Dodgers are minus 140 favorites, and the series, Braves, minus 450, win it all. Time now to welcome in my dad best guy in the land see i have to give him really good introductions now oh you got a laugh i got a laugh out of you i don't get that often how we doing wonderful that was so nice i i don't even know who you are right now that's great go on talk to me <laughs> well hey now that our giants are out of this thing who are you pulling for are you just like anti-dodgers with me don't care as long as it's not the dodgers oh my god i hate the dodgers so much it is so wonderful to see them in this position <laughs> I, I, you know, being being raised in Las Vegas, everybody was a Dodger fan, Dodgers, Rams, and uh, Lakers, and I was a you know 49ers and Giants, so I had to get abused all those years. So, just seeing this occur right now, that for them to be in the spot is just great. I'm surprised that you didn't just start the show by giving me grief for all of the things I should have said to Brent Musburger yesterday on the show. That's all. Everybody listening at home, all my dad did as soon as we got off the show yesterday was text me all these woulda, shoulda, couldas with Brent. I'm sorry, okay? I'm just one person. Well, you've been to the Notre Dame game with the tunnel where the fight was. We have Catholics versus convict shirts. I mean, we have every Notre Dame article that there is. And, and we, when, remember when we went there, we were in that student store for about five <laughs> weeks buying everything. So. Oh, yeah, he that's... tells great stories. He tells great stories. I love hearing. So does Jimmy Vaccaro when he reminisces about the past. Wow, that, those are those are great episodes. Yeah, no question. They're some of the best storytellers they are, and they have the best stories. But hey, let's get into a little bit of the Survivor talk because I'm so frustrated this week. There are six teams on buys. We are already, I mean, I'm just happy to be alive, but we've used six teams, obviously. So there's 20 remaining. Plus, we have to take into account the teams that we want to set aside. So the two largest spreads of the weekend are teams we've been trying to set aside, the Cardinals and Buccaneers. So, you know, I'm a little annoyed. But my my favorite first survivor this week, my favorites are the Packers, number one. And then I was thinking we could maybe take a chance with the Patriots. You like either of those? Oh, I love both of those. Those were those were the two that I have on my list. Uh but if if you're looking for the Packers, that's the uh, the Christmas game, and I, I didn't know if you wanted to be just locked into the Cardinals because you're so confident we're gonna we're gonna make it to Week 17. But uh, you know the Packers played good enough to win. But the Patriots, what Belichick does, the rookie quarterbacks, what's his record like? 30 and one or 27 and one, something ridiculous. I mean, like 25 so I and six, but close. I I only know that because I have it right in front of me, though. But very close. <laughs> Hey, this is what you do for a living. I'm just determined, so leave me alone. Yeah, that is still um, your headline on our graphic here, determined gambler. But 
Yeah, so the Patriots, the thing that, that pushed me off of them, maybe my only hesitation was that the Jets are coming off of a bye. I don't know if you take that into account at all. I know they stomped them, obviously, earlier in the year. The Patriots did. But teams coming off a bye are always that rest versus rust factor. I don't know how they're going to come out. Um, so I don't, if you had to pick between the two right now, we had to lock it in, Packers or Patriots? I would, I would do the Patriots just because I'm so <laughs> confident in you getting to week 17. <sighs> You're giving but, me so uh, much anxiety. But okay, I can roll with it. <laughs> I can roll with it. Um, okay, we, we made some picks this week for Circa Million as well. Two and three last week, not ideal. I feel like we're the king and queen of the two and three and the three and two. It's fine. The one time we don't take the Raiders, that's when, you know, that's when they win out, right? They do great. Um, Okay, so I have the Raiders on my list again this week. You do not. I like them minus three versus the Eagles. Um, We only have one in common right off the top. We both like Seahawks plus five against New Orleans and all the rest of our games are different, starting with, us being at odds on the 49ers and Colts. You want the plus four with Indy. Uh, you know, I, I'm so wishy-washy. I mean, if I had that damn MGM app where you put down $10 and you win 200 for the first touchdown, the, the final score would be 3-2. I, I couldn't get a win anyway. I'm trying right now. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm taking – I want to take points. I've said this over and over again. I'm, I'm, last week was the first time favorites did something and they did it early. We're just – God, we keep giving, we keep getting beat by the hook or by the late field goal, and I mean, I'd, I'd like to get some of those on our side. That's all. I just hate it because I like the 49ers coming off the bye this week. I it looks like they're going to no get kiddo. Jimmy Garoppolo back. Should be good, right? No, kiddo. no, no, Kittle, his favorite guy. I mean, Kittle's a big part of this team, and I'm not saying Jimmy G's going to be be rusty. I'm I'm happy he's the starter. I want him to be the starter. I've said that the whole time, but uh, you know, I, I love Kittle being in there. That's and in all these injuries that the Niners have. I mean, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. You have the Panthers minus three at the Giants. I didn't have that on my list. That's something I could easily be talked into. Falcons minus I two think- and a half, though, is one that I have that I really liked at the Dolphins, but yours, it wasn't on there for you. Why didn't you like that one? You're, they're two bad teams. This is like you picking the Jaguars mm-hmm. Dolphins. I, I hate doing the bad things. And But it won, didn't Brown- it? Well, Oh, it was it was so easy. I think that was another final play of the game that you, you got lucky. And I just Tua is Tua going to go off because he's sick and tired of hearing that they're they're going to get rid of him. You know what I mean? Is he? See, he, I thought no. I thought the opposite. I was like, okay, Miami's fresh off of their their trip to London. They're not getting the immediate buy, and then all of the Deshaun Watson rumors. He's going to be all in his head. I don't think he's going to come ready to play. I think it's a distraction. Well, that- well, you do this for a living. You know more than I do. So go ahead. Go on. What else you like? How about that? How about, <laughs> I just want to, I want us to win Survivor, see everybody's faces, you know, father, daughter, whatever. That, that'd be the best for me. It would be. Like, I mean, that's the goal, right? And I mean, Mike Palm comes on the show every single day and says, the goal isn't to survive, it's to win. So that's what we're going to try to do. We're six weeks in. We're doing well. I'm proud of us. But hey. Hey, Dad, thank you so much for doing this, as always. I appreciate you. We'll cement our picks later, okay? Thank you. Let me know if UNLV is going to win or lose tonight. Hey, I think they're covering the four. I'll tell you that much. I think they're covering the four. Download the free oddstrader.com app to compare betting odds from licensed sportsbooks, access injury reports, in-game action, and much more. When you go to oddstrader.com, when we come back, be better. And Joy Taylor joins us next on My Guys in the Desert. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on v the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back, everybody. This segment of My Guys in the Desert presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen is working to create a world where you can enjoy life on your own terms. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and hassle-free tobacco alternative that can be enjoyed on the go anywhere and anytime, so you never miss a minute of the game or the tailgate party. Available in 10 varieties, including spearmint, coffee, and citrus, Zen can be found at convenience stores nationwide, so you can find your Zen wherever you are. Zen's nicotine pouches are clean and discreet with no lingering smell, plus it's easy to use indoors or out, making it the perfect complement to your everyday. Also, Zen comes in two strengths, so you have control over your nicotine satisfaction. Zen contains nicotine and is only for adult nicotine consumers 21 and up. Learn more and find your local retailer at Zyn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Stormy Bond and Tony with you live from Circus Sportsbook. And it is time for Be Better. Calling out a few teams around the NFL that just need to step their game up. It's time to be better. Starting with my favorite team my whole life, the San Francisco 49ers. Get it together, guys. One and four against the spread this season. Riding a three-game losing streak, but you're coming off a bye. You're likely getting your quarterback, Jimmy G, back. I I like you over the Colts. I know that the Colts seem to be much improved this year, but this is a game where as long as you limit turnovers, you should have success. So let's do it. Cover a game for once, please. It's four points at home. Time to be better. Moving on. The Washington defense. Like, I was so high on this defense before the season started. You guys have no idea. From the number two ranked defense in the NFL, now number 32 overall defense. Come on now. How do you have so much talent? Chase Young, Montez Sweat, a defensive line full of first-round picks, getting lit up every week, giving up 31 points per game. 423 yards per game, and opponents are converting nearly 60% of third downs. This week against the Packers, you need to do something. Please, just be be a little bit better. Try to be better. All right, Saints are my next pick. Be better. You guys are like Jekyll and Hyde. I don't think there's any team that's had more of an up-and-down roller coaster week-to-week than the New Orleans Saints have been, okay? You dominate in Game 1 against Green Bay. Blowout loss at Carolina the very next week. Then you have a convincing win at New England. And then he collapsed against the freaking Giants. So, okay, now you're coming off a win over Washington and a bye, getting some guys healthy, playing a Seattle team this week without Russ. You're 3-2 and two straight up and against the spread. Let's win two games in a row. Be better. We're going to get better on the show now because we're very excited to welcome in Joy Taylor, who is co-host of The Herd with Colin Cowherd, also host of the Joy Taylor Show on Saturdays, Fox Sports Radio, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern. Follow her at Joy Taylor Talks. How are we doing today? Thanks so much for joining us. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, so excited. I mean, in addition to all of the jobs I just listed, you also are on the Thursday Night Football Scouts feed on NFL Prime, so you're very dialed into tonight's game. 
Browns, Broncos. Just first off, how do you think that the Browns play tonight, given that they're not having their quarterback under center and their two best running backs offensively? Yeah, that's just the start of the injuries that they have, <laughs> honestly. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think that the Browns will still win. I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, obviously, we've seen Case Keenum before, but it's been a long time. So we know what he's capable of when he's up and running, but obviously he's a backup for a reason. So uh, the good news is they're getting Jarvis Landry back. So Teddy Bridgewater's going to be playing. Jarvis it looks like he's going to be playing. I'm not sure on Odell yet. But the Browns overall have the better roster, and uh, despite their losses as of recent, I'm, I'm still going to give the nod to the Browns. But, you know, the story of tonight is obviously injuries for both teams. Unfortunately, <laughs> this game is coming at a really pivotal time in the season for both of these teams as well. Like, things could really turn for Denver if they don't win this game tonight, and, you know, there probably are going to be some jobs on the line. Whereas with Cleveland, I don't, I don't know that it's as desperate of a situation, but, you know, they're dealing with a lot of injuries and that division could really start to slip away from them pretty quickly. Yeah, I think I saw the total for the Browns of guys that were dealing with injuries this week at like 19 or 20. Then the Broncos had 11 guys on their injury report. The thing with the Browns about their, their run game specifically that concerned me a little bit was looking at the numbers, 95% of the Browns' rush yards this season have come from some combination of Mayfield, Chubb, and Hunt. Nobody else has more than 14. What, what do you think about the run game this, this week? Do you think that tonight we, we have anything there from the Browns? Oh, it's terrifying. Um, <laughs> especially because that's how that offense works, right? Like they have made it a point to limit Baker's pass attempts. And it's really a run first offense. And, you know, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are two of the best in the league who happen to be on the same team. So it's very concerning if you're the Browns. They're, they're not an offense that relies on the pass. Um, but they might have to tonight because they're all out. So you know, they also have some injuries on the offensive line to worry about as well. So, yeah, I mean, expect anything tonight. Uh, hopefully they'll be getting a little creative. <laughs> yeah. They are dealing with uh, a pretty, I don't want to say unprecedented, because there are, there are a lot of teams dealing with a lot of injuries around the league right now. But it's pretty crazy to lose your quarterback, uh, one of your top receivers, two of your offensive linemen are injured, and both of your running backs. Like, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a different deal. And on that offensive line, it's their starting center and the bookend tackles. So not ideal. Both teams, yeah. three and three straight up and against the spread. And Joy told us it would be close. The odds makers think so, too, sitting at one and a half right now. We'll stay in the, in the AFC, though. Um, the Chiefs are back to 500 now after beating the Washington football team this week. I mean, even that looked in doubt, though, for the first half. Do you expect the Chiefs to pick it up and, and turn it up a notch? Could they be the contenders that we thought they would be preseason? Well, they've got a tough matchup this weekend, so we'll see. I I am not in the habit of doubting Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. I do think that you know the experience between the two of them and the credentials that I'm not overly concerned, but that's not really the side of the ball that I'm worried about. Their offense is fine. It's their defense that's the question. So uh, I thought that they would get a convincing win this weekend, and uh, the first half didn't look so good, but <laughs> they turned the gears on in the second half and came out with a big win, uh, which they needed uh, momentum-wise. But I think it's going to be a good test for them uh, moving forward in the next couple weeks to see really where they are as a complete team because we know what Patrick Mahomes is capable of. We know what Andy Reid is capable of and the offense and the weapons that they have. But as a complete team, and are they going to keep the turnovers down? Because that, mm -hmm. that was, it is a huge issue for them. So they can eliminate the turnovers and get the defense functioning, which they've had some issues with this before, getting the defense up and running to the level that they needed to be for a championship level uh, through the first part of the season in the past. So it's not super surprising, but we want to see them in true contender form completely as a team as you're seeing teams like Arizona and the Rams um, get into the, you know, that second year as they're getting into the season. So uh, that's really the concern for me with the chiefs. We know what their offense is capable of, what their defense going to do. Yeah. Those, those turnovers though have been pretty uncharacteristic of Patrick Mahomes. It just got me thinking though, who would your pick be for NFL MVP where things sit right now? Well, uh, you know, everyone's kind of making a case for Derrick Henry after this last game, who is one of my favorite players in the league, but I'm still going to have to give it to Kyler Murray right now. What Arizona's doing is 
pretty remarkable. I was a little bit wrong about them this year. Didn't have them as a playoff team. It seems like that's going to be one of my uh, my my preseason mistakes. Um, I mean, they had a good season last year, but to kick it into the gear that they're in right now, the way they're playing as a complete team on in every aspect of the game, what Kyler is doing, not just with his legs and his ability to create those kind of dynamic plays, but he's just hitting everyone on the field. He's so accurate. He's just, they're the best watch in the NFL. Um, and obviously they're winning, they're beating everyone. Mm-hmm. So I have to give it to Kyler right now. And I mean, it's, it's a, it's a tight race. It's not like there's a big gap between the other guys who are favored right now in Josh Allen and Justin Herbert. And, you know, the, obviously the conversation mm-hmm. around Derek Henry and Tom Brady, but I got to give it to Kyler Murray right now. Yeah. And Derek Henry, Definitely the favorite for offensive player of the year, but he, he at 20 to one for MVP, he'll have to do a little bit more work, I think, to get ahead of some of those quarterbacks. I know that you love talking NBA. I got to get your opinion on this Ben Simmons situation. What is going on with the 76ers, Joy? Help me out. Uh, well, you know, it's not really a straightforward, it's this person's fault or that person's fault. I got to be honest, I would not be handled. I don't believe I would handle things the way that Ben Simmons is handling them right now. Um, although I saw earlier that he is now saying that he's dealing with an injury, which is probably the best way to deal with the situation. <laughs> so you don't get fined. It don't have to be at practice. But look, I mean, this started a couple years ago. We've been having this conversation about do Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid fit in Philadelphia? Does it work? We've been having this conversation for a while. It's very obvious on the court that it's not the best fit. They tried to make it work. Square peg, round hole for a while now. And it just feels like they, they didn't want to admit, okay, this isn't the right fit and move on from someone. And now Ben Simmons sort of became the scapegoat of that last series last year when they got bounced against the Hawks. And no one really knows exactly what it is that pushed Ben Simmons over the edge. Some people are saying it's, you know, Doc Rivers talking about him after the series or Joel Embiid. Obviously the team tried to talk to him and come out to LA and have a conversation with him. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. All I don't right. know what the fix is, but they got to move on from him. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the thing, right? It's like eventually he will get moved. Thanks so much for the time, Joy. Really appreciate it. Once again, everybody, that is Joy Taylor of The Herd with Colin Cowherd in The Joy Taylor Show. Follow her at Joy Taylor Talk. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back here on My Guys in the Desert. Remember, if you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCast. They're designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. So the Chicago, Detroit, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh CityCast, they're all up and running. And make sure to check out the newest one, the LA CityCast with Danielle Alvari. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. And we're back here at Circus Sportsbook live from Las Vegas. Stormy Bond and Tony with you. And it's time to talk a little college football playoff predictions. So how do I think the CFP picture will play out? Well, let's pull up a quick graphic here of the odds for teams to either make or miss this year's college football playoff because there are some interesting opportunities, I think, maybe, if you're interested in some plus money we could take advantage of here. Specifically, the one that stands out to me, Alabama right there at plus 145. I think it's entirely possible that Alabama does not make the playoff this year. Cincinnati over there at plus 105. I have them making the top four. I, I do personally call me biased because I'm calling their game this week if you want to. But I believe in the Cincinnati Bearcats hit on here at two to make a plus 600. They've only got one loss this year. Three point loss, albeit Western Michigan. Don't like it. But I mean, if they win the ACC title, I, I mean, the Depending on all these, you got to think about the Big Ten and Big 12 teams. They all still have to play each other down the line, right? All the good teams still have to play each other, so somebody's got to lose them. Um, But here's the way that my CFP playoff is going to shake out as of now. I I will say I reserve the right to change this down the line. This is not permanent, but this is how I feel. I have Georgia, number one, Oklahoma, 
Ohio State, Cincinnati. Those are my four in. So again, you can get the plus money right now at Cincinnati plus 105. I'd hold off another week, though, since they still haven't had the CFP official rankings. If you're a believer in Cincinnati and you don't think the college football playoff will have them in their first ranking, just hold off a, a little bit because other teams are going to win this weekend, which is going to make people doubt Cincy that much more. But I think they could be the first non-Power 5 team to crack the CFP. They're undefeated right now. If they continue to be undefeated, get some of those style points. They're facing Navy this week at 28-point spread. I mean, and take into account, too, if you're the committee, this isn't a one-hit wonder season for them. It's been the last two, three years steady growth. Now the highest ranking they've had in program history. I think they deserve it. Let's keep our college football talk rolling as we welcome in VEASAN's own Tim Murray, host of the Nightcap. I'm sitting in his chair right now. I feel like this is wrong. I shouldn't be doing this. How are we, Tim? <laughs> I'm good. I'm jealous. You're, I got the Navy gear on here today. Oh, uh, there you go. You're going back to my, my old stomping grounds, my Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium. I'm jealous you get to go back home. So you'll be in my, I'll, I, you know, I'll be uncomfortable watching you. I'll be like, that's where I should be. Hey, that's where I should be sitting right now. Well, I'll take lots of pictures for you. And I will shout out Tim. He's already been giving me advice on some cool places to check out when I get in town tomorrow. So thank you. You're the best. What would yeah. your college football playoff, like if, if we had to pick today, who's going to be those four teams? Who do you have in? Well, if we're picking today as in who deserves to be in at this moment in time, it's hard to disagree with what you just discussed. I think you look at Georgia has been by far and away, in my opinion, the best team in the country, most consistent. Uh, then you look at Cincinnati uh, at this point, they deserve to be in. And and then Oklahoma, uh, they've found something there with Caleb Williams. And then that fourth spot, I'm a believer in Ohio State, but mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's going to be a gauntlet there through that Big Ten East for whoever makes it out of there. But, you know, Stormy, the biggest thing, and I know you'll be, you know, seeing Cincinnati up close and personal come Saturday afternoon there in Annapolis. The biggest thing for them is they still need a little bit of help. Uh, mm -hmm. They need Oregon to lose because mm -hmm. Oregon, I think they're losing this weekend. Uh, I've got UCLA laying the point, but if Oregon runs the table, which seems unlikely considering they're one in five ATS, that said, They've got to win on the road at Ohio State. The committee, at the end of the day, wants power five teams in there. They don't really want the group of five in there. But uh, if the dominoes continue to fall that way, Cincinnati will, and deservedly so, be in. The second thing that is important for Cincinnati, Stormy, is they need Georgia to run the table. Mm -hmm. You know, you some people might think, well, you just need utter chaos everywhere. No, you sometimes need teams to just take care of business. And Georgia is the most important one, in my mind, to take care of business because if Alabama beats Georgia in the SEC title and Georgia at that point is undefeated, guess what? They're both getting mm -hmm. in and then that's one less seat at the table. So Cincinnati first and foremost needs to take care of their own business, has to be undefeated. Secondly, they need to put on some Georgia Bulldog gear because they want them <laughs> to be undefeated and take care of everyone in their way. Yes, and that was a big part of my ranking sitting the way that they were, is I have Georgia beating Alabama in the SEC championship. Alabama, a two-loss team, I feel, does not deserve to be in. Just roll, tide, roll on out of the CFP. That's how I feel about that. Um, and yeah, for Cincinnati, especially if SMU continues to play well, and is still ranked and getting higher and higher rankings, and they handle business against them in a couple weeks when they play. I like Cincinnati's chances more and more. Since you said you think Oregon lose this weekend, let's talk about that game at UCLA. College game yeah. day is going to be there. I think the Oregon Ducks are a team that is severely overrated. It really frustrates me. I think they are relying so much on that win that they had at Ohio State in the horseshoe earlier this season, and they're not that good, and they have a lot of injuries, and I don't think that their quarterback can take them to the promised land where they want to be. What do you think about them at UCLA? Yeah, I like UCLA in this spot, Stormy. And, you know, uh, for betters like myself uh, who, who love to find those fishy lines, I mean, we've got four unranked teams that are favorites over ranked teams, including two unranked teams that are favorites over top 10 teams. We haven't had uh, that in quite some time. Uh, but this is a spot where I just like UCLA. I like the way that they're playing. And I think their style of play really translates uh, to an issue for Oregon. You know, you look at UCLA coming into this game. They are a top 10 or top 20, I should say, rushing offense. And Zach Charbonnet 
uh, quietly since transferring from Michigan, since he's on the West Coast. We see him all the time, but maybe some folks back east aren't seeing him. I mean, he's one of the better running backs in the country. He's 15th in the country in rushing yards per game. In their five wins this year for UCLA, he's rushed for over 100 yards in all of them. And I think, look back at last weekend. Look, I was high on Washington preseason. I was wrong. Uh, they just are inept offensively, but they're still strong defensively. And UCLA went on the road last week, Stormy. They held Washington to under 300 yards of offense, but they also were able to move the ball. DTR, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, Vegas native, was efficient, 21 to 26, a buck 83 through the air, a couple of touchdowns, rushed for 87 yards. So, you know, you, you mentioned the injuries for Oregon, right? They're missing C.J. Verdell, which is such a huge loss. Travis Dye stepped up big time in his uh, spot last week for Cal, against Cal. Uh, but you look at their missing linebackers, they're missing a safety. Uh, it's just, it's, it's really a tricky spot there for Oregon. So yeah, I like the Bruins. I think they're a slightly better football team. They're at home. Um, and I mentioned before, they're a one in five. Mm -hmm. uh, Oregon is ATS this year. They seem to get up for big games. This is a big game with college game day there, but I do think UCLA uh, will be able to pull this one off a little bit of revenge factor. Chip Kelly, former Oregon coach mm -hmm. as well. So uh, give me the Bruins here in this spot. I like it. Yeah. The Chip Kelly bowl total in that one, 60 and a half. And uh, speaking of Dorian Thompson Robinson, we both bonded over Las Vegas and Invisalign. I don't know if you've ever had those or you know anybody who does, but it's brutal. <laughs> and we bonded over that. I always love to talk to you about Notre Dame. And this is one of my favorite games of the year every year. Uh, USC, Notre Dame going at it. The spread in this one is the Golden Domer, six and a half, total 58. How you feel about it? Yeah, under seven, I think it's uh, it's worth a look. Uh, that said, I mean, this is a spot where the public's going to be playing the Irish here. Um, and I understand why, because, I, you know, I think it's a, a tale of two different programs. Notre Dame uh, is healthy right now in the sense of just stability. Brian Kelly has turned things around since the tumultuous 2016 season, uh, and they're building for something big here. They've got a lot of youth uh, going on. And then USC's coming off this bye week. And you just wonder, Stormy, what was that bye week like for the Trojan program, right? I mean, they've already fired their head coach. Uh, what are the players thinking about? What are the coaches thinking about? So maybe we're playing a little psychologist here. I think for the Irish, you know, the good thing going for them, this is the worst defense they have faced all year. Uh, we've seen some struggles that they've had offensively, especially at the quarterback position. Uh, but I do think a week off, uh, is going to help them. They seem to have figured out the left side of the line with uh, freshman Joe Ald at left tackle, and Andrew Kristoffic is going to be at left guard. Uh, they do have a little bit of injuries in the backfield with Chris Tyree dealing with turf toe, but I think the biggest thing here for the Irish is the health of Michael Mayer. They're mm -hmm. all-American tight end, Stormy. He missed the Virginia Tech game. I mean, if you told me that Notre Dame would find a way to win at Virginia Tech without Michael Mayer, I would have said you're crazy, but they did. Uh, and the biggest thing is they need, uh, you know, Jack Cohn to get the ball out of his hands quickly. Look like he did the last two drives against Virginia Tech where he was tremendous. So if that's the case, if Tommy Reese is scheming it up and they can slow down Drake London, who is just a superstar for USC, I do like the Irish to take care of business here. But it is a rivalry game, so mm -hmm. you always get worried about laying decent-sized numbers uh, in a game like this. Yeah, no, and hey, our fans here that are listening to Beeson know we're not biased either. Never biased about Notre Dame. Thanks, Tim. <laughs> Appreciate you. See you, Stormy. You can check out Tim here weeknights on the nightcap right on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. Stay with us on My Guys Thirsty Thursday and the Circa Big Dogs coming up. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... <laughs> 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Antonio on v the Sports Betting Network. National Championships coming up November 5th through the 7th, and VSIN will provide coverage from the main event all weekend long, including live on location updates for all of the action. Visit slash SBNC for more information and learn how you can enter for a chance to test your skills and win cash, including the million dollar top prize. That's slash SBNC. Get to it back here on My Guys in the Desert. Time for Thirsty Thursday, guys. Are, are you ready for this? So we've obviously got Derek Stevens, owner and CEO here at Circa, Mike Palm. These are my Thirsty Thursday picks. I do it every week. We pick between the favorite or the dog of a couple college football games. I've got one of both. So we're partying with a favorite in the SMU Mustangs and the dog in the UNLV Rebels, baby, plus four against San Jose State. But let's start with SMU, minus 13 and a half against Tulane. SMU's undefeated, 6-0. Number 21 in the nation. Tulane, meanwhile, riding a four-game losing streak. Closest loss was to UAB by seven, but they've just been getting rolled. 18-point loss, 40-23. SMU will have been the best team that they've played, with the exception of Ole Miss a couple weeks ago. Tulane's defense has been terrible against the number seven-ranked offense in the country. I'm taking SMU. I like it. We're rolling with the fave. We're partying with them tonight. And for San Jose State at UNLV. Y'all know I love the Mountain West, right? So if you've been following along with the league, if you haven't been following along with the league this year, you're like, okay, San Jose State, they're pretty good. UNLV, they're really terrible. Rongo Bongo, brothers and sisters over here, because San Jose State is garbage, I like to say. Okay, you're looking at me like I'm crazy. UNLV, not nearly as bad as their 0-6 record, let me tell you. And, okay, they might be 0-6. 5-1 against the spread as an underdog in every single game. One of those bad teams, they find a way to score points. They get wins for betters. I like this number better at five. Take it at four and a half. Take it at four. I'd take it down to three and a half. But that's where I'm saying. I don't know. You guys like my cups? I love the cups. Yeah. They represent quite a bit. It's terrific. Stephanie designed them. I'm very proud of her. So I actually have a great question for you, Derek, to get us started. Are you taking the dog in the Lions this week? Can you believe that spread, 15? Well, you know, I came out. I thought the Lions were going to turn turn it about uh, last week, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm at this point, I'm gonna take uh, take some points here. Lions are gonna cover one of these days. We brought you your own cup. Oh, there we so go. So this is the dog for you. Oh, there we go. Is I that like good? It. Do you like Kinda it? Fits everything about <laughs> the red solo cup right up my alley. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so um, we obviously did Thirsty Thursday for the college football games tonight, but there there's another Thursday night game. I don't know if you guys have heard about it, but the Broncos are taking on the Browns. It's like the primetime depleted game of the century, but nonetheless, we will still be placing wagers. Where's the majority of the handle at tonight? 
Well, it's all coming in on the Broncos, and it's all coming in on the under. I mean, we're down to 40 and a half now. Um, you know, if this keeps going, we're going to hit a 40. I think you're going to start seeing a little buyback on that. And if you're a if you're a teaser player, all of a sudden you're getting a lot more value if you're going to bet an over on, uh, on on a low number like that. That's where, you know, you start getting into these NFL uh, teaser values is when you start getting down to that point. I mean, if you, you can hit a 34 or 33 and a half, all of a sudden you got a lot of value here. It's not going to take that much to score a little bit here. I don't know. I, I I liked the under initially too, so I feel I hate when I'm with everybody though. But wait, what was your under at? It was like 43 a couple yeah, days 42 ago. 42 and a half. Okay. So that's you're not in good shape already. Too bad, but well, I don't know. What do you think about tonight? I think there's a lot of value with the Browns at minus one. I mean, what's the fall off to Case Keenum? I don't know that there's much. Now the backfield being depleted hurts, right? Because they have a strong running game. But geez, Case Keenum took the Vikings to an NFC title game. In Philadelphia, you know. He is one of the better backups around the league, I would say, for sure. Right, and Mayfield had not played well this year. He hadn't even been average yet for this team that's 3-3. and So, I don't know. It's sort of one of those games where you hold your nose and you take the Browns, I think. But I want to get back to the the Thursday, Thursday backing of Marcus Arroyo and UNLV. You're going to put your money on Marcus Arroyo. Marcus Arroyo now holds. They've covered five of their six games. He holds the distinction with Don Martindale, the Ravens defensive coordinator, as the only two people who've made Justin Herbert look terrible. <laughs> Listen, I didn't say take him outright. I didn't say that, hey, UNLV is going to win tonight, but I can see a little San Jose State Who's held that, that offensive juggernaut San Diego that State off- to six points in regulation. I thought, three. if anything, that should have won that game. That should have shown you that San Jose State's not good. If they lost. Well, San Diego the- State's undefeated. I, th- I as a oh, San Diego Lord. State Aztec, know how fake that 6 0 record is. It is like. That's Brady Hope. That's Derek Sky. Brady Hope. I love Brady Hope, too. Okay. <laughs> Big fan. I said, like, when I worked at the Panthers too, Brady Hoke was there. I, I mm-hmm. like Brady Hoke, but when I'm talking San Diego State, I don't know if you guys know this. I know this because I'm a psychopath. But San Diego State has the 150th strength of schedule. There's only 130 FBS schools. You okay? can like only let's say like that's brutal. Okay, they've you, been playing cupcakes. You can only beat who's in front of you. You can only play the teams on your schedule, Stormy. Don't uh, hold that against them. They're lucky that Utah's getting better. Yeah, they get that win. They get that win over They got one. They got one. No. Anyways, can we get back to the the actual work here? Okay, like the survivor contest. You're still in. I'm still alive, ladies and gentlemen. This is an interesting week. There's several options. I think. Worst week. The worst and best all the time. Yeah, you guys know what you're doing with this contest, okay? Because there's a ton of teams on buys. I like. There's teams that I have used that I would like, and there are teams that I'm saving that I cannot use that happen to have, like, the biggest spreads of the weekend. Arizona so, Cardinals. I'm saving them. Are you saving? Have you used Tampa yet? No, but I was ideally. Are you trying to get the million-dollar yes, bonus? of course oh, I am. God. Because you don't play Survivor to survive. You play to win. That's, right. play That's to why win Gil's win. had the consensus pick the last four weeks. Yeah, there we go. Okay, <laughs> tell me about it. No, Derek, Derek who do you like? I, I'm, uh, I'm going to announce uh, uh, tomorrow on Nightcap because we're still playing okay. through this, and I'm going to take uh, Tampa. I, I agree you with are. you completely. You got to save Arizona, even though just looking, you know, straight at mm-hmm. you. I don't think I don't think uh, Arizona will be a top selection when we come out on Saturday to announce it. I don't think the Rams will be because so many people already use the Rams. So Week it's just mathematically only half the not field possible. has the Rams left, and yeah. there's soft spots in the Rams schedule too the rest of the way. Right, right. So I don't think this is the one. What do you I, think will be the most popular pick this week? I have a definite opinion. I think it's either going to be. Uh, uh, Tampa, or I think it's going to be the New England Patriots. Patriots. I think it's I going think to be the Patriots. Patriots. Oh, a unique spot. And I think that's the right play, that's too. Who I was Everybody argues, oh, but they play Jacksonville yeah. at home later in the year. You know what? Trevor Lawrence might be pretty good by that time. He's yeah. starting to show some signs of being the number one pick already. Yeah, my dad comes on earlier in the show, you know. Yes. You love my, my, my dad's the star of the show. Um, he came on, and that was, we were debating between the Packers this week mm-hmm. or the Patriots, and I think we finally settled that we're going to give a shot to the Patriots, even though I have a little anxiety. Did you ever it. cover BYU last year when Zach Wilson was Did there? I Did ever? you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was that, I was is watch- that sarcastic? Because I basically lived in Provo. I was a little bit, but <laughs> I was watching that game in London. It seemed like he and the running back are like a foot and a half shorter than everybody. It looked <laughs> no, like miniature. Like, they were like, like miniature. Is he really? Yeah, he's pretty seems tall. small. He's pretty tall. He's actually bulked up a little bit, too. Yeah. He was out here at Allegiant Stadium um, for BYU's game week one, and like I talked to him then, and I was like, "You got bigger, dude. What's going on?" But yeah, I gotta 
He's been getting hit a lot, so he needs the extra <laughs> weight, right? There is a lot going on this weekend, though, in downtown, isn't there? EDC is mm. coming back. We got Eagles fans that are just raiding the place. Oh, I used both. See that? No? All right. Sorry. I'm fired. But it should be a fun weekend, no? should be a great weekend. I mean, this is going to be a monster weekend for Las Vegas. So uh, I think uh, I think half of Philadelphia is rolling into town between tonight and Saturday morning. And, uh yeah, EDC is something pretty special for Vegas. It's been two and a half years since we've had an EDC here. So yeah. um, are you going? No, no you can't to, go. Yeah. You're working. You yeah. never even had a chance this to get your like, outfit. You can go back for the Sunday night, can't she? Oh, can't yeah. she go yeah, Sunday yeah, night? Yeah. Yes. There we go. I'll make sure I get on that. No, I um, I never get to do anything like not not oh, wow. hey, I love You've been to stadium swim, you've never done anything I'm sorry. fun. I love my <laughs> job. I love my job. But in season, like I don't I don't get to live my life you know <laughs> so i'm excited like once college football season's over i'll definitely make sure i'm getting out to watch parties i'm doing fun stuff in downtown you guys will right you'll invite me still you're always invited you and steph always okay. invited he likes to dance i was gonna ask so since we have these dogs cups like are, are we home dogs are we homies yet have we gotten there i like to be better boy in this thing <laughs> I, I i get tuned up for the lists Okay. Let me I'll ask you sure. something. You watched who, the night game. Be better for you. Uh, the oh, night. Yes, I did. Oh. Did you watch it? Yes. What do you think of nine plus nine fifty? They don't make the playoffs this year. Oh no, no. Oh, they will. I think, yeah, I think they're going to get healthy. I think they'll get back on track. I was actually just talking about this a few minutes ago with with. You're laughing. I was though because <laughs> with Tim Murray, what frustrates me is that they like to start off solid so that as the season gets on, you know, you can rest guys when you need to, be prepared, have a good push in the playoff, but. It does make me hesitant that they're having a rough start these opening couple of games. Derek, I know you're an avid fan, too. It's sad. Yeah, I'm agreeing. But I think they'll make the playoffs still. Well, the division is bad. The division the, the, is the, bad. The division is bad. It's Edmonton, Golden Knights, and now <laughs> yeah, I guess L.A. I remember, I'm a Lions fan, so I'm more fired up about the fact we posted will the Lions go 0-17. Oh, you, yeah. Will That's, the Cardinals well, hey, go 17-0? I, <laughs> I don't know what's more a favorite. <laughs> Just bet against it. That's all you got to do. Thank you guys for doing this once again. Every Thursday, Mike Palm, Derek Stevens on the table making fun of me. And we're making fun of the Lions. But we won't do that anymore. No, we will not. I promise you. I like the Lions. We're back. Uh, make sure that you stick with us here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Rush Hour and Danny Burke is coming up next. Thanks to our producer, Stephanie, for all the hard work she does. There are my final picks. I did like the under. Oh, 40 and a half, Steph. 42 and a half. SMU and UNLV. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.